Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. How are you, T? Good. I'm fed. <laughs> and I have some wine. Mm. So I'm perfect. It's been a while since we've done a what are we drinking recap. I know. I know. I know. Well, how about this? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Good time. To many more of these recording sessions with with a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I think we should just get right into it. Yes. We are here to talk about episode 408, okay. titled, dot, 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 and expiation, open parentheses, part two, close parentheses. Good job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> right. So, this is um, part two of the previous episode, which was called Sin. Yes. So, Together, they are sin and expiation. Mm-hmm. Is it expiation? Expiation, right? Expiation, right? Which I'm guessing means like some sort of repentance or something. It's a word you don't really hear yeah. too often. No, definitely not. <laughs> I guess it means more like like the atonement or like the, the seeking of forgiveness for your sins. That's what I think. Yeah. I think I think it refers to like the seeking mm-hmm. of the forgiveness. Which I think is actually pretty poignant and like relevant. Yeah. Like the way that they split these episodes up, right, is like the first episode was all about the acts of sin. Mm-hmm. Simon with his fingers, Mary with her vandalism. Yeah. And then this episode becomes about the aftermath of that and how do you make up for those sins and what do you do about that? Oh, Mary. Oh, Mary. Mary, Mary, Mary. What are the spoilies? Yes. So the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is Mary faces the possibility of jail time in the conclusion of this dramatic two-part episode. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. So very Mary-centric, right? Yes, With always. these spoilies. Yeah, that does seem to be the trend. Um, but I think in this episode and the last episode, rightfully so, right? I mean, the A story is Mary's story. Yeah. So. It's only about Mary. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about Mary. Mary right? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to, I'm going, I have to read this because um, I was reading this article on her new show that's out, Jessica Beale's new show. The Sinner on USA, yeah. Characters Welcome. Mm-hmm. That is premiering tonight. Okay. Um, but I found this little nugget very fitting right now okay okay Beale hasn't been on tv much since she starred in the long-running wb series seventh heaven but if she was hoping her new role would erase memories of mary camden she's mistaken whoa mary you'll recall was a convincingly moody teenager frequently downcast and sullen obsessed with basketball and the occasional rebellious act who can forget the time she vandalized the school gym It would not surprise me at all if Mary wait, had... Wait, wait, wait. Can, can I raise my hand here? Yeah. I could forget it. Yeah, right. I, I agree. <laughs> it would not surprise me at all if Mary had grown to be Cora, hard-bitten and intense. I'm, and intense. I'm assuming Cora is the character that she's playing on this new show. So, uh, yeah, I found that bit hilarious. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, so was this episode, like, did it go down in the books as, like... The Mary is a badass episode. Maybe I guess so. I mean, to be to be fair, it is 
the most hardcorely bad thing she's yeah. done so far. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this is like legit. She gets thrown in jail at the beginning yeah. of this episode. And Sergeant Michaels, Sergeant bro. Michaels, man, <laughs> always there to like be part of the story. <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, can't you just like let it slide for the one time? Just let it slide. <sighs> I mean, this is like legit though. Yeah. I mean, this is public property mm-hmm. slash private property because it's a school. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, holy crap! Yeah, and you were caught by the police. The police, yeah. It wasn't just like the principal caught you or yeah. whatever. Like, the police caught you. So we see Eric and Annie at the jail, like they're there to bail her out or mm-hmm. whatever. And Sergeant Michaels is like, "Get a lawyer." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I don't know what to tell you. You're gonna want a lawyer for this one mm-hmm. because." She's going to have to face student court for school, but that's not that the prosecutors will have a different idea for how bad this is. And again, student court. I know. The student court thing in these two episodes, they're like really driving it home, man. Like, is it real? Is I don't know. Someone, someone please educate us in this. Yeah, please. Because I have no idea that there was a student court (laughs) or (laughs) maybe it's bullshit. Maybe, maybe Seventh Heaven made this up for a reason, but... Again, no, someone. See, I feel like student court. The idea is actually probably a thing because I feel like I could see that that being a real thing. Mm-hmm. But in a case like this, like yeah, this is not. This is outside of the purview. Of, yeah. I mean, they vandalized the school. What's student court gonna exactly. do? Like, I think the principal should be able to make a call here and go, "Y'all are expelled," or "Y'all are suspended," or yeah. whatever the fuck. Like, um. Yeah, if anyone has had any experience with student court, um, yeah, please share. And exactly what makes it a student court? Like, there's no jury. There's no no nothing. It's still the principal listening to you and making a call. Yeah. So, like, what makes it student court? Like, the fact that there's a student sitting up there, too? Yeah, and I'm sorry. If the principal is going to make the call of guilty or not guilty, I'm assuming she's always going to say guilty. Well, (laughs) that's all we've seen her do. Yeah, he or she (laughs) is always going to say guilty. That, that that's just my assumption. Kids be good. <laughs> be good in school. Fathers be good to your daughters. <laughs> Students be good to your school. Um, what the fuck was that? I don't know. John Mayer decided to come and like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoa, jo- I had to step out of the room. Was John Mayer just here? Yep. John Mayer was just here. <laughs> He'd been very happy with that. I could just see John Mayer sitting in the corner of our studio listening to me singing his stupid song, rocking out to it. Don't talk shit about John Mayer. Was that shit. even no. John Mayer? That was yeah, John Mayer yeah, for yeah. sure, right? That's hilarious. What the fuck happened to that guy? Girls become lovers who turn into mothers. Yep. That, that's a line, guys. That's a line. <laughs> weirdly creepy though right well john mayer enough said right julie that right. is weirdly you creepy you agree <laughs> as she's like begging for food as she looks oh, at you no Penny, no oh you just no. ate though yeah you just, oh roly you just had your dinner i know Penny. <laughs> but you know yeah come up you sit with us yeah sit with us <laughs> you're wearing pink it's okay <laughs> <laughs> she can't sit with us and it is a wednesday <laughs> Punchy AF. Okay. So, 
The episode opens with Mary coming out of jail. They need a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, wait a minute. Remember, they know people. Oh, yes. So there, there is a lawyer because uh, Eric has baptized their kids. Yes. And what else has he done for them? Uh, married one of them, right? Okay. Like, or a couple of them. Basically, Eric has it in with this, with this lawyer. Yes. And the lawyer is going to make a house call. Yeah, which, ooh. <laughs> it's unheard of, guys. Um, Have you dealt with lawyers? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Not personally. Um, so, so yeah, so they get this lawyer friend on the, on the line or to come to the house. And he's, I love how no-nonsense he is. Like, he sits down, and he's like, so listen, this doesn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> Mary could possibly face two to six years of jail time. <laughs> like, holy shit, dude. Six mm-hmm. years of jail time at 17 years old. And, and I love how Annie's like, let's not forget she's a minor. And the guy's like, uh, not in the eyes of the court she's not. She's yeah. practically 18. She knew full well in her full mind what the fuck she was yeah. doing when she did it. The court will judge her as, yeah. a, as an adult like I, I swear there's a part of me when when she said well she's not you know she's not 18 she's a minor or whatever i'm like bro look at her i know what do you first mean? of all let's let's not fake it at all like jessica Biel at this point is like well in her 20s yeah. like playing a 17 year old like i don't care how many baggy clothes she wears that girl is not no, a minor not a minor not the mama <laughs> <laughs> um so but he mentions that there's this program that he can try to get her into, yeah. which would basically mean like she's on probation, she has to do community service, she'd have to finish her school year in certain classes and whatever, yeah. but she wouldn't get jail time and it could eventually be expunged from her record, so yeah. it wouldn't have to follow her around like a felony conviction or whatever. Yeah. Which, cool, okay. But he stresses the point that like it's going to be very difficult and he's doing them a personal favor by trying to like escape the yeah. red tape that's mm-hmm. involved with getting her into this program or exactly. whatever. Meanwhile, she gets a call from Mr. Wolf, is it? Yeah. Who was offering her a scholarship that um, in light of the issue, she's no longer getting the scholarship. Yeah. So her prospects don't look great. Like Mm-mm. like this one judgment, like, like error in judgment mm-hmm. on her part, which that's the politest way to say what she did, you know? Yeah. Um, you can see is having these, like, major effects on her future mm-hmm. because without a scholarship, how is she going to go to school? If she doesn't get into this program, she's going to serve jail time. That will literally, like, ruin her life. Mm-hmm. Like, by the time she gets out, she's lucky if she's 20. She could be 25. Yeah. Like, or 24 or whatever. Like that's a long time to be out of this, like, to be, yeah. like, out of the game, you mm-hmm. know? At that age and everything, like, you know, without graduating from college, from high school and stuff, like, you'd have to go back and get your GED, and then what kind of job could you get? You can't play basketball anymore because you lost your scholarship. Like, you know, it's a whole thing. It really, like, she's really fucked herself here. Yeah, and that message of this episode is basically, like, one mistake can ruin your life. They really push that. Yeah. But again, and this is skipping ahead, obviously, to the end, but again, we see Annie putting everything aside in service of just being a good mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like when when Mary like joins um, Annie and Eric like in bed, you know, and mm-hmm. they're like they're like decom- de- debriefing or whatever, yeah. you know, and she's you know, spoiler alert, she gets into the program after a harrowing interview with the program director. Yeah. Where the pro- program director is like, 
uh, I own your ass now, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. It's like it's like the weirdest version of scared straight ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, uh, mommy and daddy can't come into this room right now. You're in my house. I'm like, jeez. Damn. Okay. Yeah. But so she gets in. And so she's not going to have to go to jail. She's going to be able to, like, you know, serve her time in other ways or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, thank God for her. But, you know, they're they're lying in that bed. And she's like, she's clearly, like. She understands. Like, yeah. I think the weight of all of this yeah. finally is, like, just sort of crashing down around mm-hmm. her. And Annie takes, like, Annie's not angry. No. Annie's not judgmental. Because I could totally see a route, right, where a parent yeah. is like, I can't even talk to you. I'm so mad at you or whatever. Yeah. That's never Annie. Or Eric, for that matter. Mm-hmm. But Annie specifically, like, she's just like, you're going to be okay. And you're strong. And you're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. And think of this as just, like, what's next then? Like, rather yeah. than, like, what I've lost, like, what can I gain out of this experience, mm-hmm. you know? Again, I think that's really cool, man. Like, I think that's a really, really cool message. Yeah. Because in today's television, you know, it's like maybe they're playing it for the laughs or they're playing it for, like, the, ooh, gritty reality, right? Like like when parents are like, you're disowned, get out of my house or whatever. We don't see that. We see the softer, gentler side of what it means to be a parent and, like, never giving up on your kid. Which is the best approach because I can't even imagine. Like, dude, she... She gets it. Yeah. She gets it. She's living through it. She understands full... She understands her consequences. She understands what she's done and stupid, stupid mistake. And she's dealing with the guilt. She's living with it. Um, why yell at her for it? She already gets it. Yeah. It was. It's the worst lesson. Why did she have to go this far to understand how important every decision, every choice that she makes will affect her life? It sucks, but apparently that's the way that Mary had to learn. And no matter what Annie says, what is she going to do? Like, you're just... She's already traumatized. Like, it's already done. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, the effect is there. Like, if if she were to yell at her, that's just... There's no point. And we see that scene earlier on, like, after they get her out of jail. And and it's just her and Eric in the kitchen. And again, another moment of, like, the sausage being made, right? Like, parents talking amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. Annie is visibly upset. She's like okay, the school could make a decision about expulsion. The court can make a decision about jail time. But, like, what are you and I going to do mm-hmm. about this? Like, what can you and I do about yeah. her in this home right now? Yeah. And at Take the away the her day, TV, phone? Yeah. What's like, the point? Like, what's that going to do? At the end of the day, you realize that all you can do is just be compassionate and, like, be there for your kid mm-hmm. and, like, love them unconditionally and – you be their safe harbor when the world is like coming crashing down on them or whatever like you be that that cushiony blow Mm -hmm. or or like like the cushion on the blow or whatever i don't know i'm mixing metaphors now but you know what i mean like like i don't know i think again any man proving once again for like the billionth time like what a saint badass fucking Mm -hmm. mother she is or or just a woman that she is like and obviously that, that that's a testament to the writing, right? And all mm-hmm. that stuff. But still, like God, but lend that writing to the kids a bit. Yeah, but I think the more I the more I watch the show, the more I realize like it's it's the it's the structure of the show, right? Yeah. The parents are supposed to be the sound, mature, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, and, and and represent that aspect of family life. Yeah. 
and the kids are there to like be the foils and yeah. to and to have their own trials and tribulations and you know whatever. But um, oh, what we did skip though, and so this is where it really comes full circle. And I and again, gotta give it props to the show because in the first part of this episode, or in Sin, I should say, um, Lucy's like might as well not have even been there, right? Like she's like. A non-entity. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than the fact that she, we know she's doing student court and she and Eric have that moment. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of this episode, after Mary has faced her, you know, she's gotten into the program, whatever, she still has to face student court. Yeah. For the school to decide if they're going to expel her or whatever. And she she and her teammates are standing there mm-hmm. in front of the principal and Lucy and some yeah. other rando over there. And... The principal's like, I mean, what y'all did was bad and the worst, and like you've shown like no remorse for it or whatever, yeah, you know, whatever she says, and she's like ready to bang the gavel and say mm-hmm. guilty, and like Lucy stands up mm-hmm. and delivers a pretty fucking epic speech. Yeah. I have to say, like I'm looking at D- Lucy through different eyes in mm-hmm. these two episodes. She seems different herself yeah. too. Like yeah. there's something different about her. And her demeanor and the way she's carrying herself, like, and I don't have the clip, but, like, she basically says, like, I'm in a unique position because not only is this affecting me as a student at the school and as, a, as an authority in the student court or whatever, but, like, my sister is my sister. Like, I know her at home, too, yeah. and, like, I've seen what this has done to her and my family and everything, and, like... You know, and then she brings back the quote about be the change you want to see in the yeah. world and all that stuff. And I don't know, man. It almost brought me to tears. Almost. Almost. <laughs> um, because I, I just thought it was cool. And I really appreciated the show. Like, you know, Lucy was like a silent sort of sleeper agent, you know, yeah. until until her moment came at the mm-hmm. end where she got to deliver that, like, final, like, boom, you know, yeah. like on the whole thing. I don't know. I really appreciated that. Uh, I agree. I just was a little annoyed when they walk into the gym, her, Shelby, and Rod, and she's like, I can't believe my sister would do this. And, and Rod's like, but she didn't do it alone. Yeah. And, she, and of course, you hear her say, yeah, but still. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but like... It was a little, it was a little dramatic for dramatic Yeah, yeah, sake. yeah, exactly. And I was just like, oh, okay, can we just move along now? Yeah, it didn't quite feel genuine. And, okay, my, my next question is... Yeah. So, they vandalize the school. Yes. So, they left it trashed until the girls decide to go clean it up for that, <laughs> for that amount of days? Like, I, I don't know how many days go by. I feel like it's the next day, though. Is it? Or at least maybe uh, two days. I don't two know. Two days. But still, you, you're going to leave it a mess for two days? That's true. But also, like, how do you even begin I know. to clean that up? Well, like, you, just, you have to pick up trash first. I yeah, you got to take but, care of the floor. Yeah, well, oh, and then, of course, the principal said, oh, thank you for not ruining the floors. Because I swear, if they had ruined the floors, oh, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, there like, is no going back. I mean, and then I was also thinking, because there's that scene, so forgetting the fact that Lucy, Rod, and Shelby go in there, and they're, like, crying about it, and then Eric's there, you know, And he has like, tears in his and eyes. He's, and he's, like, looking at the damage, and, sh- and the principal's there, and he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, and again, it, it brings me back to, like, Girls, you stupid fucking moronic entitled dumb shit girls. Like, yeah. this is your gym. Yeah. Like, 
what did you like what was what was your end goal here do you know that whenever she was on the phone with them she goes that sounds a little extreme i thought that they were gonna go tp the coach's house <laughs> <laughs> like no that's a that's a measure that i can understand exactly. at least from a logic perspective yeah it's still a stupid thing to do but logically thing. i'm like all right you're mad at the coach okay i thought but that they you would go destroyed to home. your home yeah like you like this whole episode was about you all fighting for your right to get back in the gym and then you go and destroy it yeah like what the fuck yeah it's like it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face like yeah. what are you trying to get out of this mm-hmm. i i really thought that they were gonna go ruin the coach's house that would have been hilarious if they it, did that it, it would have been and then funny. we wouldn't have got another 15 hour speech from the coach right oh, that's true, dude. <laughs> this is a <delivery>. okay. <laughs> But I, I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I was watching him, I was like, "Dude, this guy's head's like really small, small compared to his like big body." That's true. He's like very big, but then yeah. his head's pretty small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, it remind. Oh God, I can't even remember what movie. Like it's those from. Koopas from yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mario Brothers. There we go. Are yes. they Koopas? I, something like that. That's what. Yeah, that's yeah. where it's from. And I'm like, why does he has that body? <laughs> totally. It's so funny. Totally. Where your shoulders are too broad for your neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, too bad. The coach cared, and then he got shit on it, and so did the school. God, man, these girls are dumb. Yeah, really, really dumb. And and honestly, like, thank Lucy. Yeah. Thank Lucy for 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 even standing up for you in that way because yeah. she didn't have to. No. And I think, and again, see, testament, right? We've said this. Lucy really has shown growth. Yeah. She has her weirdo episodes where she does some stupid shit where you're like, did you not learn any lessons? But at the same time, when you look at it overall, right, like, she really has shown maturity yeah. and growth from when she started in season one, when mm-hmm. she was running away and crying all the time, like, yeah. to standing up in front of people for her sister and for what is right and just. Yeah. And, and, and even, like, having that sympathy, right, and saying, like, like they can learn from this. Mm-hmm. We can have them do something meaningful out of this yeah. rather than just expelling them, you know. Yeah. No. Pretty cool. Pretty cool shit, Luz. <laughs> I still can't get over that Corey would do it. I know. It's really weird that, that they have Corey in the mix. Like, they they totally, like, set her up to fail. Like, it was weird. Really weird. Stupid. Well, Mary, you should have kept that award for yourself, huh? <laughs> and everybody would have... good it would have done it. They would have taken it away from her, probably. Yeah, that too. God, man, again, like I don't like that they set them up. Like you, you made these characters on basically on, they're on a pedestal, and then you knock it down. Yeah, and in the worst way. But you know what though? What what is interesting now is like, what is Mary gonna do from here? She's not gonna play basketball anymore. Seriously, what is her love? So now? what's her thing gonna yeah. be now? Like, is she just gonna like throw herself completely into school like for the next six months? All right. I don't know. How is she going to go to college without a scholarship? You know, like, they're already paying for math school. Like, shit, you know? Well, these parents should have thought about it, okay? Yeah, when they, before they had kids every year. Oh God. <laughs> and then Lucy's not far behind, too. Like, Lucy will be in college next year. Yeah. Or not next year, but, like, the next year or whatever. Like, yeah. Interesting stuff. Well, whatever. Good job, Brenda Hampton. <laughs> um, so... I mean, I feel like we totally just covered Mary right now. <laughs> um, 
So to wrap up Matt's whole story, right? Like in the in part one, we saw him sort of grappling with the idea of like, should he be moving back home yeah. because this family is falling apart without him playing the part of oldest brother, yes. parent number three, whatever. And so he legit decides to move out. And John is visibly upset. Like, yeah. But I also feel like he's not being particularly sympathetic or empathetic. Like, like he's not even... Like, the minute Matt even like, expresses and I like the thought of moving out, he's like, well, you better give me advance notice so I can find another roommate. Like, yeah. calm down, John. Like, where's the... I feel your pain, bro. Like, yeah. oh, man, that sucks. Like, no, just like, you better give me advance notice. He's kind of a jackass in this episode. <laughs> Pretty much. And then, but, okay, again, such extremes. So he he's being a, whatever, total douche. And then Matt is extremely emotional. Mm. Extremely. And don't That's get me true. wrong. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, uh, I like that there's emotion coming out of him in the sense like he's thinking about his family okay yes it's great it's it's honorable it's noble it's it's a good it's a good character it's a good quality to have in your character however um it was just an escape oh totally it's him escaping his own grappling right. with adulthood yeah. and responsibility and stuff i mean he even says as much at some point when it all kind of sort of comes crashing down around yeah. him he's like i was so focused on you know, being an adult in the sense of, like, taking care of your family and stuff that I didn't realize that the other part of being an adult is, like, taking care of for yourself. yourself. Yeah. Like, like, taking responsibility for yourself. Yeah. You can't you can't be any help to anybody if you're unless not. you're stable. Yeah. I want to play this clip. What happened is mom had two babies, dad had a heart attack. You got suspended for giving the finger. You offended the world by trying to be a guy and Mary, well... So, I mean, this Mary thing is really bad, but... What are you going to do about it? I'm going to be the big brother again. I'm going to try to help mom and especially dad out by keeping my eye on things. But weren't you living here with your eye on things when Mary snuck out and went to a frat party, skipped school, shoved a guy's head in the toilet, wrecked the car? I mean, no offense, but we were doing okay or at least as bad without you. If I were here, I might have seen this Mary thing coming. We've been told that it's not always possible to see these things ahead of time. All that means is that sometimes it is. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the height of Matt's parent number three complex. Yeah. Like, that's him, like, being borderline delusional about yeah. his role in this family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really, Matt? Like, you think all of this could have been prevented yeah. if you were at still home. at home? Like, really? I don't know. It's it's weird, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's also sad because he you know, he almost even ruins his relationship with Shauna over this. Like, yeah. Because as he's, like, frantically packing up the apartment, like, to move back home, Shauna's like, dude, I've been where you are. <laughs> like, yeah. relax. Like, this is normal. This is part of becoming an adult, like, leaving the nest. Like, yeah. your family will move on, like, can move on without you. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not the thing that's keeping them all together, you Seriously. know? And she goes, she goes, what, you don't think I felt this way? I just didn't have a good home to move back to or whatever, yeah. you know? And and then for him to turn it around and go, I don't think you know me at all. Yeah. <laughs> what? She's, she should be your conscience, like the yeah. little angel on your shoulder that you listen to, you know? Like, yeah, he's, he's a little delusional here. Yeah. Quite the child. <laughs> Quite. Um, but also, though, in service of the bigger picture of Matt's 
story arc, right? Like, forgetting this particular episode. Because, again, this these two episodes are primarily about Mary, right? Like, mm-hmm. But in terms of growth for Matt, interesting that he gets to learn this lesson this way that, like, I need to be an adult. Yeah. And the way to do that is to be on my own, oh, to take responsibility yeah. for myself. Like, you yeah. know, I don't know. He asks Lucy, like, oh, how can I help? She goes, for what? With what? Like, oh, yeah, when, when they're doing laundry, laundry or whatever, yeah. She's she like, goes, well, I, I did this, now I'm moving on to whites. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, like, dude, you don't need like, to help. Like, we're good, dude. Yeah. Like, or Go, when, be a person in yeah. the world. And when Annie and Eric um, left the house, I think, to go meet. Oh, to go the to program. the thing, yeah. Yeah, to, to get into the program. She's He's like, I, was, I wanted to go with them. Why? Yeah. What are you going to do there? Yeah. And, and I love how, too, he's, like, grasping for straws. He's like, I don't know, help. Yeah. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> like, there's nothing for you to do. If anything, you're just going to be taking up space that everybody else needs. Yeah, exactly. When he, when, he went and, when he asked Eric and Annie if he can crash for the night, I think it was in the last episode. Yeah. I was like, where, on the couch? <laughs> no, Simon's extra bed. Oh, that's right. Simon <laughs> has an extra bed. I forget now. Both he and Ruthie have extra, extra beds, beds in their room for no reason. <laughs> Apparently, they're going to have guests. um yeah the camden house is the place to be guys totally man you didn't know but i'm filling you in i mean glen oak is small slash big yeah the camden house is happening as fuck yeah (laughs) the only house (laughs) um which brings us to simon and ruthie i found this very entertaining I loved yeah. their story in this episode. Uh-huh. It was the winner for me. Like, it totally saved this episode, but to dude, be honest. Ruthie, every time describing hell in Oh, ev- you mean like this? Well, you know where? It's hot. Not summer vacation hot. Too hot, if you know what I mean. No, it's like a really hot hot tub, only it's not relaxing for your muscles. Like a campfire, and you have fun making s'mores, but it's not so fun when you're the s'more, and we're going to hell. <laughs> Damn, good job, Lady J. That's a super cut of the myriad ways yeah. that Ruthie describes hell without saying it. <laughs> but the best is when she goes to the temple, right? And she, and, um, she starts asking about hell or whatever. He goes, well, we don't believe in hell. Can we have a seat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's go through the beats of this no, story. No, he said you're, you, but the best was that you're, you're not, not Jewish, Jewish, are you? <laughs> that, that was the best. Okay, so let's go, let's start at the beginning here. So yes. when the episode starts, or whatever, at the beginning of the episode, uh, Simon and Ruthie are like wrought with guilt because yeah. they realize guilt that, gut guilt gut. That's right, because they realize that they had overheard Mary uh-huh. saying something about extreme or whatever the hell. Yeah. And they knew it was bad. They didn't know what it was about, but they knew it was bad. Mm-hmm. But they never told anybody about it. So they are convinced, and they convince each other and themselves, like, by talking about it constantly, that had they just told their parents about what they had overheard, that none of this would have happened, it all could have been avoided, everybody would have come out unscathed. Yep. So they have all this guilt gut, and then Simon funnily enough is like hey i know how about the dude i keep praying to and getting all my wishes answered (laughs) so good so they're like let's try going to god so this is my this is the first fatal like logic flaw in this whole in this episode right is 
if you're saying let's go to God, why wouldn't you just do what you always do when you go to God, which is to pray, pray. in your church? <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell prompts them to go to all the various religious yeah. places like, and seek out God like in those places? To, where do they go? They they go to a Catholic church. So they start with a priest. Hi. Hi. Uh, excuse me. Uh, we, we did something wrong, and uh, we thought if we talked to God and made it up to him, he might make us feel better. What happened? In a nutshell, we eavesdropped on our older sister because she was in a super bad mood. Although sometimes we do it because we're bored, or, to tell you the truth, because we like to. Her life is very interesting. Really, I'm not kidding. Anyway, we heard Mar I mean, our sister, say something that didn't really make any sense to us, but it meant something, you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir now. And we were going to tell our mom and dad, but we forgot, and then our sister did something bad, and it might not have happened if we would have just remembered to tell them. You're not Catholic, are you? No. No. Is it okay that we're in here? Of course. Oh, good, because we have bad enough guilt gut already. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But the way I see it, you've confessed your sins, and you seem truly sorry for them, and anyone who asks for God's forgiveness shall have it. You're kidding. Just like that? Well, there's one more thing. I think you should perform an act of contrition. Okay. What is that? It's a task that'll help you get back on the right track. So they start with a priest. Yeah. They make their way over to a rabbi. You're not Jewish, are you? For us, God is like a giant pool filled with the brightest light you'll ever see. And we all come from that pool and have some of God's bright light in us. But every time we sin, that light gets a little dimmer. And eventually, at the end of our life, everyone goes back to God's pool. Yeah, but we don't want to have the dimmest lights in the pool when we get back. And then everyone would know that we were major losers. How pathetic and embarrassing would that be? No, we definitely have to get our lights bright again. Okay. Well, traditionally, Jewish people atone or make up for their sins once a year during Yom Kippur. And I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you've already missed it for this year. We can't wait a whole year to make up for this. I mean, our dim lights are giving us guilt cut. I'm sorry, but you know, you can't control other people's free will even if you could see these things coming, which most of the time you can't. In the meantime, talk to your parents. You'll feel better. And they round out their tour of religious cuisine yes. with a Buddhist monk. You're not Buddhists, are you? Okay, look at it this way. If you jump into a lake to save a drowning man, but don't get there in time, it's not your fault. And that's what happened with your sister. So, there's no reason for you to have guilt gut. You meant to do the right thing, but you can't control what happens. And sometimes, you can't even see what might happen. If you mean to do the right thing and try very hard to do it, your lights won't get any dimmer. And that's it? Uh, oh, well, that's only a tiny part of Buddhism. But maybe you should meditate on what you can do to avoid making the same mistakes again. So you can become a better person, not only in this life, but also in the next one. Okay, so if I don't get it right in this life, then I'll just get it in the next one. You feel better in every religion. I can't help it. These mysterious ways really work for me. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I fucking love this. It's hilarious, dude. Like, they literally... First of all, props to the show yeah. for finding a really clever way yeah. of incorporating, like... The idea that, like, 
like right we have to sort of be fair to all the yeah. religions of life it can't just all be about yeah. whatever this particular branch of christianity yeah. the camden's ascribe to like i really appreciated that and then also just it's so funny that like with every single place they hit like it's like you're not catholic are you you're not jewish are you you're not buddhist are you like it's like it, and then in every single one of those scenes i cut it out for the sake of the for the sake of the supercut, but in every single one of those scenes, Ruthie describes hell no. in some different way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's epic. <laughs> yeah, and I love how every single one of those people too ends their little spiel with like, "Talk to your, your parents. parents, you'll feel better." Yeah, you know? like that's that's the way that you're really gonna. Get rid of this guilt guts, you know? Something to consider. Yes. How big and how small is Glen Oak? <laughs> that there's an entire Buddhist temple in it? <laughs> and how did these kids get around all on their own? I don't know. Oh my god, I swear. I know San... I, like, in my mind, Glen Oak is one block, and every single square inch of this block is covered in one of these three yeah. or four places plus the school plus the other hamilton church plus the everything else it's insane and i know simon is the bank but dude did he like just jump from bus to bus this is what i want to know well and i didn't even think about this but annie calls them out on it later yeah. that they were like lying about where they were going because yeah. they went to the they park were there alone like they weren't getting dropped off or whatever no. i didn't even think about that yeah lucy's like simon and ruthie went to the park and I'm like, the park? <laughs> like, all day? <laughs> with no supervision. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the parents were cool with this? Remember, they got lost following the mailman. Oh, my God. Yes. But they were much younger then. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You're much right. younger and stupider then. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You're correct. I know nothing. Oh, man. But it's adorable. And then, of course, at the, like, towards the end, right, when... They're all sitting in the living room, and, yeah. like, Mary's like, I'm really, really sorry. I just don't know what to do. Be very sorry. Then do an act of contrition, like meditate to get your light bright again. Learn from your mistakes and just be normal. Do you feel better now? Not really. Maybe you'll get it in the next life. <laughs> it's like this big mishmash yeah. of everything they've learned. Maybe you'll get it in the next life. Perform an act of contrition, like meditate, yeah, <laughs> to get your lights brighter. <laughs> God, I love Simon. They're adorable. They really are adorable. This is the Simon I know and yeah, love. Yeah. Like, we got a glimpse of old Simon in this yeah. episode, and I really, really appreciated it. You gotta love that he makes all three. But it works. It's adorable. Yeah. It's perfect. Perform an act of contrition, like meditate. meditate. And then your light won't be dim, and therefore oh, you'll man. learn from your mistakes. And then at some point after that scene, Mary says something, and Ruthie's like, oi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Simon's like, karma. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah, I forgot oh, about shit, that. Oh, shit, it's oi. good. Oi. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Uh, so... That all goes down. And then they all start... So Mary's like, I know this is my fault. 
and like with your bad heart and like all this pressure and then Matt's like no it's my fault I'm the oldest I should have been here blah 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 they keep saying bad heart bad heart yeah and for the first time in maybe ever yeah I looked at Eric and I was like damn you were badass mm-hmm. look I'm sorry for everything including putting more stress on your heart because I, I know losing my scholarship made it worse I'm really sorry too yeah, yeah, me too. I didn't mean to. Oh, save it! See? Nothing. My voice is strong. My pulse is steady, and I feel great. So you can just stop worrying. Okay? But if you can't, I mean, if you feel you have to keep secrets from me and, and run me with your problems, fine. My stride is long. My hips are wide. God designed me for the long race. So just remember when you leave this room, this house, and this zip code, and you're running around unfettered and free, you're all my blood. And blood follows blood. So when you finally get to that place behind my back where you're so desperate to get, don't be surprised to find me already there. Because I've been a guy who's had a heart attack for a few months, but I've been your dad for years. And I know you people. Oh, yes. And I know your ways. So listen up. Make room for daddy, because daddy's home. <laughs> crazy? <laughs> I mean, it goes a little crazy at the yeah. end. Daddy's home, and I'm like, I've oh. been your dad for years. <laughs> like, and then that's when all the kids are like, we gotta go. <laughs> I know, I love it too. They all like look at each other like, and, and that's our cue to leave. Yep. <laughs> daddy's home, and we have problems. What does that phrase mean, like, when you finally get behind my back where you're all desperate to be? What does that mean? I, uh, I feel like it's, like, an idiom or something yeah. about, like, oh, like, I'm behind your back. Like, like, like you don't have to watch me anymore. Like, yeah. Like, oh, like, I've got you now kind of thing, maybe? Mm. I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I'm gasping for straws here. I really don't know what... I've, I've never heard that phrase before, so... I haven't either. I was at a loss there. But you kind of get it, right? Yeah. I mean, like, he's basically you saying... You understand like, what he's saying, like, but... Like, I'm always going to be, like, able to, like, clock you guys. Like, yeah. you will always be in my view or in my mm-hmm. eyesight because, like, I'm three steps ahead of y'all and, like, you know... Well, someone needs to be, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But again, I, I got to give it up to Eric in this one because... Because, and he's guilty of it too, though, you know? Yeah. Like, even at one point, he's like, it's no one's fault, it's my fault, you know? But then yeah. he has to catch himself. Like, listen, y'all. It's no one's fault. It's not about fault. It, yeah. It is what it is. It's Mary's fault. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> she should have done it. Basically. But, you know, like, the heart attack and, and Eric's quote-unquote fragile state is no one's fault. No. And just because... He's the guy with the heart attack, or the, like yeah. the guy that had a heart attack, doesn't mean he's any less of the father figure mm-hmm. and the rock and the support and da 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 da. And I think that was more even like just for him, yeah. right? Like to finally like self actualize, like yeah. the fact that like I'm back, you know, like no more Mr. Softy heart attack recovery, blah, blah blah. Like I am in this to win this again. But so we needed, we needed to hear this. Twice in this season. What do you mean? When he was working with that other, you know, the one that was giving the Oscar performance. Oh, yeah. Um, about, like, when Annie's like, how does it feel to be back? Yeah, and have, you know, the kid carrying a baggie. 
Um, but I think it's different. See, in that episode, he demonstrates that he's back in his game, game. like in the pre- in the reverend game. Meaning meddling. Yes. <laughs> But in this episode, he's illustrating and demonstrating that he's back in the game of the house. house yeah. Like, like he's back to being the guy who's like Watching constantly your suspicious yeah. of you and like knows that you're up to something and like you're not gonna get away with shit. That kind of a guy. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't love that he's that guy, but I like that he like put his foot down yeah. and was like, "Listen up, you little fuckers." <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> I've been your dad all your lives. I know you people. That's my favorite line. Yeah. He's like, I've been a guy that's had a heart attack for a few months now, but I've been your dad for years. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my favorite part. <laughs> I know you people. <laughs> as much as I love you, I fucking hate you at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's the equivalent, right? It's like, God damn it, you yeah. idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me teach you a few things. Yeah, seriously. I said, wow, this might be the most not annoyed by Eric I've ever been. This is true. No, I have to admit. Yeah. And, like, Annie is genuinely terrified when he sits back down and, like, hugs her. Yeah. She's like, ooh. This is my husband. And then whenever he goes, like, in for the kiss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even she's like, oh. She, like, cringes for a second. I'm like, oh, so now you don't want it? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> epic mm, yeah I'm trying to think if there's any like random other things that happen in this episode but no. I feel like we talked about it all yeah it's weirdly like like I mean I feel like there's a lot but it's also like not a lot yeah when you break down like the beats like Ruthie and Simon hit a bunch of different places of worship yeah Mary gets in trouble like gets her sentence I, yeah I think like uh when you break it down again, it's not a lot, but I think it's because the scenes were so long. That's true too. Like there was focus on right. that scene. It's not like a, again, it is a bunch of stories. Like it's everyone's stories. Yeah, in it's one not episode. a lot of quick cuts. Yeah, 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 between yeah. Like this guy's story. Like you and that sit in the story for yeah. for, for quite a, some time. That's a really good observation. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, and and with the exception of Shelby and Rod, which we can write them off. Yeah. Very Camden centric. Yeah. Like, there's not a ton of n- other people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's very much about the, the Camdens, Camdens in this part. In yeah, this yeah. part, you know, like it's, we basically see the dean and you know Lucy's the principal friends. and Lucy's friends, but like, yeah. but in like non scenes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, even in that scene with the school court, it's Lucy's speech yeah. that you take away from that. You know? Yeah, and you see Mary crying. Yeah. She's like the single tear down her cheek. <laughs> and I was like, God, you look so pretty when you cry. And then they go into like the gym, like her and the girls, like cleaning up. They start cleaning up. And we again end on a note of like single shot on like Mary, yeah. like sort of like looking up, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to deal with this now, you know? Yeah. This is the shit I made. Yeah. This is the storm. Oh, made God. the bed, now I got to lay in it. You Basically. Know? And again, I, I'm very curious about what's going to happen next episode. Yeah, what you know? is Mary like, going to do? Where do we go from here for Mary? And you know, the more I think about it too, I, I realize like maybe maybe this wasn't intentional from a writing perspective, like of like setting up her downfall. Yeah. But maybe it was intentional 
for setting up like a new trajectory for Mary. Yeah. Because it feels like for the last the whole series thus far, like her trajectory's been set. She yeah. plays basketball, she's gonna get a scholarship, she's gonna go to college, yeah. play basketball there, la da da, like regular old life yeah. playing basketball. But maybe this was about changing that dynamic up. Maybe it was about like setting her up for a different yeah. arc. Well, I character. mean I have to admit everything that we okay, like we know Mary is she is who she is, and she's very proud of who she is. She feels like she really knows who she is as well. Yeah. Um, but again, everything is on surface with her. Nothing is deep with Mary. Yeah. So who is she? You know what would be interesting? Like, if I was Mary right now, I'd be like, well, my prospects for my future in basketball are fucked, right? Yeah. So what's stopping me from moving to the East Coast to, to be with Wilson? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, and he was still trying to decide if he was going to come back. Yeah. Well, and, and she Or, told him, I mean, and I so if, even if he does come back, whatever, like, my point is, like, if I'm Mary and I'm like, well, my entire passion in life is gone, gone. now, and any chance I had of pursuing it for my life is gone, yeah. so, like... Maybe settling down with a guy and his kid isn't the worst thing, God. you know? I mean, it sucks. Yeah. Because not to say that, that, that that's a terrible life path for anybody. I'm just saying, like, for Mary, I feel like that's a big step down for herself in terms of where she thought her life was going to go and where it end, might end up going. I hope. I, I hope that's not what happens. I agree. But I, I mean, can hear I but think I we hear do it. know we're seeing Wilson again, though, right? Yeah, we are. So maybe it's not over, but who knows? Really, who knows? Once upon it's a exciting. Time, once upon a time, she outgrew him, and now he'll probably come back. Yeah. Maybe he'll come back and say, I've outgrown you. Fuck, I don't know. Oh, or that. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. He moves back to Glen Oak. Yeah. But he's got, like, a wife. Ooh. But he's still a baby. Yeah, well, he had a baby as a baby. I know. Clearly, the man moves fast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Should we rate the episode? Uh, Yeah. You go. All right. I'm giving this one a seven. Why am I not surprised? I don't know, because you know me. No, because I had to, first of all, you can't help but compare it to the to part one, right? Yeah. And I think this episode is much better than part one. I think so, too. In I terms agree. of enjoyment factor. Yeah. I love the Simon and Ruthie stuff. That, that is ultimately the best part. what kicked it over. Because it was going to be a six, but I was like, no, I love the Simon and Ruthie, so I gave it a seven. I do like the Simon and Ruthie. I do. A lot. Um, Lucy, I guess, got saved in her speech in the end. Yeah. Matt is Matt. Mary, um, whatever. Mary's six. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick and six. I think that's fair. I think that I think that tracks, right, with yeah. our own personal yeah, preferences yeah. and proclivities. It went up two points. Two points. <laughs> yeah. It matters. Yeah. Well, same, right? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. So, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcast Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com or do both if you love us. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and until next time, bye. Bye.